welcome to the 50 Fire Podcast. I'm your host, David Green. We have been on a little bit of a break lately. Uh, just a, uh, quite a few things going on, uh, and so needed to take that break. Didn't uh, I, I regret to say didn't have a lot of time to do the podcast, but now we're back, and we're hoping to be get on a regular basis with that. No real need to talk about why we're on the break, but it's all good. It's all, it's all working. Uh, one thing that I did not take a break from was Beyond Tangy Tangerine. That's the vitamin I always tell you about. It's got 90 essential vitamins and minerals. You need that. You need that. I hope that you are still working out. I hope you haven't given up. I hope you haven't. You didn't start out in January and say, oh, okay, I'm working out, I'm working out, and then you just kind of slacked off. I hope you've kept up with that. And by now, in the month of April, you should be feeling really good with your workouts. If you did slack off, let's not wait till next January. Get back into it. And while you're doing it, Take Beyond Tangy Tangerine. This is a powder drink. You uh, put, I, I mix it up every single morning and uh, put it in the fridge. It's actually a little bit better if it sits um, in that blender cup for at least about 15 to 20 minutes. For some reason, that just blends even better, and uh, you'll get every bit of it when, once you drink it. So, you again, this is the only vitamin drink I can tell when I'm on it. I can tell when I'm off it. If I and, and, and to avoid that, I just don't run out of it anymore. You can find a, a click-through. You can get to a place where you can order Beyond Tangy Tangerine through our website. If you go to 50fire.com, you'll see a click-through there. Uh, it'll take you to a company uh, called Longevity. Longevity has a lot of different products, but you can find Beyond Tangy Tangerine. You can order it. They're, they have other things, too, that they're really good supplements. Uh, I know they're good. I've had those as well. But Beyond Tangy Tangerines is, is a daily thing that I got to have and you should have as well. So today on the podcast, I wanted to just catch up with everybody. I wanted to talk about some specific things. A couple of things that have struck me. One of the reasons I wanted to do the podcast was I've been thinking about what we're exposed to. And if you're, this is the podcast for guys over 50. So by the time you get to this age, we have gotten a lot of messages over our lifetime uh, through the media, through news, um, which are which are products, you know, and, and, and they're connected with uh, advertising that sometimes drives that particular message. I know you know that. I'm not telling you something you don't know. But it's interesting to me when I sit back and actually do some critical thinking about it, when I really watch what's happening in the news now. This podcast is not a political podcast, okay? I don't really care what your what your politics are, uh, and you don't care what mine are, uh, and and that's fine. This is this is more this podcast is is more about uh, guys getting more out of life uh, in their fifties. I think this is a fantastic time of life. This is a this is a time when you can really, um, hopefully, you should be getting a little bit more freedom in, in terms of your career. You may be winding down your career. You may be getting ready to retire. There are all kinds of options um, that I feel are opening up to us. And and my philosophy is, hey, it's okay to get older. No problems getting older, just don't get old. So you, you can have there are all kinds of things that you can do on a regular basis and and um, could be anything, could be golf. I, I love the racquetball. Um, and, and we'll get to that in a minute. Anyway, what prompted me to do this, I, I I've got a point that I think is is fairly significant, but to make that point, I wanted to give you some examples of, of some things that I've seen lately, and you've seen them too. Um, that that just strike me as being very interesting, and, and if you'll if you'll hang with me for just a minute, uh, maybe a couple minutes, as a matter of fact, 
I'll get to the point where I really want to go, but I kind of want to set it up in a way that um, hopefully will hit home for you. It's been hitting home for me, and I'm, I, I just kind of wanted to share it with you. So a couple of things in, in the news that I've watched in, over the last, especially over the last couple of months. If you remember, we had this shooting in Parkland uh, in Florida. Again, this is not political, guys. I'm not going to be political. So it, it's just it, it has the politics has nothing to do with this. But, you know, that was a big, big story uh, that's that's led to marches. It's led to, you know, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, and it's fine time to get gun. And the point is not the message. That's not the, the point I'm trying to make. The, the point is that it has been an explosive story. It's been just about in every outlet, every, every time you, you turned on the TV for, for uh, two months, that's been a really, really big story. And you had 17 people die in that shooting, um, which is too many. I, 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 I think it's terrible that, um, that it occurred, that people died. We could talk about all kinds of, of reasons why that happened. <clears throat> Again, not the point. However, here's an interesting little statistic for you. Almost every year, over 400,000 Kids go missing in the United States. Let's say the number again. 400,000. This is not including when one parent takes the child away from another parent and kind of tries to escape and so that, that the other parent can't have access to the child. We're talking over 400,000 kids. Now, this is, you, can, you can look up the statistic yourself. Um, you can go for the, the it, it's available from the Center for, for Missing and Exploited Children. They're F, based on FBI statistics. Over 400,000. And that, as big of a news story as 17 people being shot in Parkland. Again, big story. I hate it. Shouldn't have happened. 17 people died, which is terrible. But 400,000 kids missing every single year in the United States is the equivalent of 20 kids missing in every state every day. It's a shocking statistic. And so that shooting in Florida becomes a huge story, but you don't hear about 20 kids, more than 17, 20, missing in the state of Florida, most likely on that particular day. And the next day, and every day since the parking shooting, there have been 20 kids, on average, with the numbers, missing in Florida, missing in Georgia, missing in Minnesota, missing in California, and so on. That should seem like a pretty big story. Hmm. The other thing that, that just recently happened prior to this podcast was um, the Syria situation. And, and <laughs> what I've been seeing is just, okay— this guy's bad. We're going to bomb him. <clears throat> okay. Well, and he may be. He may be a bad guy. In fact, he probably is. Uh, he's probably not uh, your your uh, your favorite neighbor next door. Okay? And and I get that. However, his country's been at war for six years. He's got Russians there. He's got us there. He's got, other, he's got rebels there. And it's just interesting to me that uh, a couple weeks ago, the Russians said, ah, we're pulling out. We don't need as big of a presence in Syria. We said we're going to pull out. And then he—that's the time he took, or, or that—that's the time he picked to gas his own people and keep all those forces involved in his country. It does it. 
I don't know. It doesn't make sense. In other words, it's a very complex thing, and I'm not, again, not being political. We would have 50 different decisions if we did, or 50 different opinions. If we talked to 50 different guys, we'd all have differing opinions on, on Syria. But it's a very complex problem in which we're a half a world away, and I think it's also – much more complicated than saying, okay, this guy's bad, we're going to bomb him. There's probably more to the story that we don't really get. So we don't really get the story about the missing children. We don't really get the whole story in Syria. We could pick out any number of things that we are given in news, in shows, whatever the case may be, where it's not really the whole story, but it tends to this is just my opinion. It tends to move everything into absolutes. It's kind of like by the time you get to be my age, I just had a birthday and I'm getting older and I'm in my mid-50s. Black and white, men versus women, whatever it is, it always seems to be, okay, well, all black people are this way, all white people are this way, all men are this way, all women are this way, and... and, and you take these little things where if somebody doesn't act uh, in a proper way or they or they have some ridiculous, bigoted opinion, and then everybody is put into that group. It's, it's kind of a group. Maybe that's it for me. Maybe it's a grouping thing. Everybody's it, – it, it's just a great thing to put everybody in a group all the time. Um, and I, I, I don't know about you. By the time I get to be <laughs> – in my fifties, I can't take it anymore. I don't want to hear about it anymore. I, 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 I just, this is just not fun to listen to these messages anymore. So, uh, this is a long uh, curve into going into to the main point of, of basically having to do with your health. This is this is kind of the catalyst on why I want to do this podcast and talk about just to, just give those simple little um, examples of ways in which messages are, are sent across to us. And I think we have a really strong message that's always been given to us. Guys our age that, okay, you are going to the doctor because this... And guys, when do we go? We go to the doctor when there's something wrong. We don't really go. We're not very good about keeping up with our health and, and, and being uh, preventative, using preventative health. We're much more reactive than, than preventative. So... But we're told, though, we've, been, we've gotten messages for a long period of time. Well, if this is wrong, you've got to see your doctor, especially with the drug. Oh, my God, the, the drug. Oh, the drug commercials. Um, they, they drive me insane. Uh, check with your doctor. And are there all kinds of puppies and rainbows and uh, beautiful weather, especially when we talk about the side effects of, the side effects of when you could die from taking this, this drug? Um, but, but there's always a new drug for something. Um, Coming down the pipe, and I, I'm not a big pharmaceutical guy. If you are, that's okay. I'm not trying to get you to not take your medicine or anything like that. I'm just th- saying we should be a little bit more um, preventative and pay attention to those things prior to when they become a problem. So that's why I've talked about the workouts consistently because I think that's something we all need to do. And if you if you have let that go for the last five years and you're not where you want to be and you're overweight and oh I can't I can't do a push up, I can't do okay, that's that's fine. Then our first day doing that is we're gonna walk around the block. 
walk around the block, and then go two blocks, and then maybe do a slight jog on the second part of your walk. So little by little, you can build that back. So if you've, if you've gotten in a situation where you're not as in good of health as you should be, let's build it back. And then in looking at these, at the way you're supposed to uh, take care of your uh, of your body and visiting the doctor and doing everything they say, well, here's here's why I really want to say that. I mentioned in an earlier podcast that I stem cells put into my knees. Now, most people haven't put stem cells in their knees. The process is basically, okay, um, my knee's killing me, so I go to my doctor, and the doctor gives me a prescription drug, so I take the drug, and that goes for a little while, and then when that doesn't really do the trick anymore, it still bothers me. Now we're going to get shots. We're going to get cortisone put into our knee, and that's going to cushion it for a little bit. The only problem with that is every time you get one of those cortisone shots, your bone density gets reduced by 8%. So now, when that cortisone injection wears off and I'm not getting the cushion again, maybe I'll get another cortisone shot and, and maybe another one. And that, that may take care of it for a year. I mean, did it really take care of it? No, I don't think it did. But um, what happens with that bone density being lost? Okay, now I'm a candidate to have my knee cut into and get get the knee replacement. So I just get the knee replacement. Now if you've got a knee replacement, I'm not I'm not on you about that. I just would prefer some kind of other uh, solution uh, to fix that particular part of my body. Or if I have a bad hip or bad back or shoulders or something like that, I'd much rather have an alternative to that. So I'm bringing all of this up. This is leading to this one final point. Doing something like that is different. It's not it's not the kind of the accepted, here's how this works with your knee, here's how we're gonna do this. Uh, I had an orthopedist tell me one time, well, you know, David, you know, you feel that? That's that's the beginning of arthritis in your knee. Okay, great. He said, But you're not a candidate for surgery yet. So, you know, you could stop playing racquetball right now. What? You could, yeah, you could stop. That way, you can you can uh, lessen the damage, and and you won't have so much damage um, in a short amount of time. Okay, so I'm supposed to go back to the house now, and I'm supposed to sit on the sofa and eat chips and watch stupid programs on television all day, instead of having some type of solution to where I can keep exercising. I can I can the rest of my body can feel good, and my knees can somehow. Uh, there's not another. Th- no, that's how this works. That's how this works. And eventually, we'll cut into it and replace it. That wasn't good enough for me. So the stem cells were injected into each one of my knees. It was uh, it was kind of like just okay. We're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna do a blood test. We're gonna do a, we're gonna draw blood, to, and, and that little stick in your arm is about the same as it was in my knees. No, no pain. Just, it's just a little stick, and then they're injecting stem cells into my knees. They get capsulized, and they stay in that particular part, and they replicate, and they build. They build bone, tissue, cartilage. This happened in October. I had this done in October. And that's the other reason I bring it up, because um, you can get stem cells intravenously in other parts of the world. You can't have that done in the U.S., and my buddy I play racquetball with has uh, has a kidney issue. He has a, uh, and he was saying, "Well, can I ask you about that? Because you said something about going to another country to get that intravenously." And he said, "You're getting 
to everything now on the court. You're getting to balls that are up front. You're, you're, you're able to get to the back. And he said, I've noticed that you're just moving really, really well, much better than you did before. And I guess it took somebody else to tell me that. It felt like I was doing better. I, I was certainly not having the aches and pains in my knees that I was having before, and I, and I was having a lot more movement, a lot more stability. But here's a guy I play with on a regular basis who all of a sudden says, well, I, I notice that you're getting to a lot more uh, balls uh, all over the court than you did before. All of a sudden, it's, he said, I've just noticed it. Now I want to know... Uh, or that what countries where you could, could get because because he, he said I'm thinking this may be a solution for me. So here's the point: we got to take charge of our own health. We got to be re- the ones responsible for. It. We got to be. Uh, it's got to be a situation where we don't just wait for somebody to say, "Okay, here's the treatment. Here's what we're going to do." You really need to do some investigation about whether or not any of these treatments are the best for you. I'm not saying stem cells are for you. I have no idea. I don't know where you are. The point is we really need to take charge of our health, be a lot more proactive with our health, which means eating better, exercising, paying attention to what you put into your body. Uh, I'm as guilty as anybody else with, with specific foods. I don't eat always the foods that I should. But it's something where we really have to start paying attention because we want to get the most out of these years of our lives. This idea of okay, I'm gonna okay, I'm gonna retire, and I'm gonna sit there and play a little bit of golf, and that's about it, and that's all I'm gonna do. It's just, it's just. I think it's just wrong. I think it's just wrong. We need to we need to get up, move, start enjoying these these years. I I, I just think you should. I, I'm I'm trying to encourage you to look better, feel better. Uh, and enjoy life. Okay, let's get back into it. And the way you do that, the number one way that you do that is to start paying attention to your health and to start paying attention to your body and looking into not just all, look into all solutions. Be a little bit more, um, just pay a little bit more attention to everything that everybody's saying in terms of well, this is the best treatment. Well, I don't know if it is the best treatment or not. This is somebody generally I I haven't met or um, I've had three appointments in the last two years with my doctor. I mean, how well do I know my doctor? I Okay, but we wouldn't listen to anybody else. Anybody else in business, if I, if I met them three times over two years and this person said, well, here is exactly the way this works. Well, Maybe it is. I don't know. I've only I've only seen you three times, three times in two years in business settings. I'm not really sure that you have all the answers, but we tend to think doctors have all the answers, and there are very good doctors out there. It's just that I think we should have a little bit more of the decision making. I think you should do a little bit more of the research. It's kind of like the example of the kids getting killed in Parkland. But 400,000 go missing every year. How can that not be – I shouldn't say it's a bigger story, but, but wouldn't it be a bigger story? I think it would be a bigger story that 400,000 kids go missing every year. 20 per day, per state. That seems like a bigger story than, than Parkland. Hmm. Um, so – all of that 
to the point of taking control of your health, being responsible for your health, not waiting for somebody to tell you, here's what you ought to do. Certainly not telling you. Yeah, you can just stop playing racquetball. You can stop walking. Yeah, you can stop playing golf. Yeah, your shoulder's bothering you. Maybe you should just stop playing golf until we get ready to operate on it in a couple years or three years. Uh, you got a bad back. So you get a bad back. Uh, we can operate it. We can cut into it. We can, we can, I don't know. I can tell you that the stem cells for me was a very good decision. It was something that I researched, I looked into, and I didn't want anybody cutting into my knee if I don't have to. And now they tell me by the end of, uh, by this next October, they'll be like 20-year-old knees. 20-year-old knees are are good. That would be great because I can keep doing what I want to do when I want to do it. Um, it's much better than cutting into it. By the way, they also tell me I'm not going to outlive it. They're, these are done now. Unless, unless I get some kind of uh, injury to them, they're going to keep building and getting better, and I'm not going to be able to outlive how good the knees are. So that was an alternative treatment. It's not one that's, that's readily talked about. It's something where I had to do the research. I had to find out. I had to uh, attend a seminar, look into it, um, and and really make a, de- a big decision as to whether or not I wanted those wanted that in, in, injected in my knee. I did, and they get better all the time to the point where my buddies say, "Oh, I noticed. I noticed how you play. They're better." Uh, yeah, I guess they are. Hmm. So it worked to do the research on that particular thing because I was open to other ideas. And and maybe that's what it's about as well, being open just to doing things differently uh, rather than listening to messages that are meant to get you to do certain things or to buy certain products. Hmm. I just think for for the last 50 years, we've been given a lot of messages that, that are not necessarily in our best interest. They're there. We see them. We get them all the time. They're aimed at us. News shows again, but that may not. That may. They just may not have our best interests at heart all the time. It may be a situation where they're really just trying to sell us something. So, that's the point. Hmm. Uh, not that exciting of a podcast, but still, I wanted to bring that to you because I want us again to feel better, look better. Be better. Okay to get older. Just don't get old. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. I know it's a short podcast and kind of a weird one, but it's just, I hope it's a strong message for you for you to take control of your health. And by the way, don't forget to be on Tangy Tangerine. You know what? You look, this is a good opportunity to look into other supplements. If you don't take the Beyond Tangy Tangerine, that's fine. Take something, though. Take other supplements. Make sure you're getting the vitamins and minerals because I guarantee you if you're, just, if you're not doing that, your body could run so much more efficiently, so much better. Get some protein powders with your workouts, uh, good stuff. Get, get the vitamins and minerals. If, if it's not with Beyond Tangy Tangerine that you can find at our website, 50fire.com, get something else. Just do something. Get something to, to, to make yourself feel better. You won't regret it. That's it. Tune in again soon. Uh, We've got some interesting guests coming up. I think you'll really enjoy them. Until then, 
Have a great day, guys. Heard of a band,